Best case ever. Best case ever. Yes, this is EM Case's Best Case Ever mini podcast series, and I'm your host, Dr. Anton Hellman. In anticipation of our upcoming episode on direct oral anticoagulants with Dr. Walter Himmel, Dr. Benjamin Bell, and Dr. Jim Ducatis, we have my good friend, colleague, mentor, the walking encyclopedia of emergency medicine, known very well to all the EM cases listeners, Dr. Walter Himmel, who's going to be doing, I think this is his second best case ever. The first one, one of my favorites, was on his own personal experience with Cauda Aquinas syndrome, which was just an amazing case. Dr. Himmel, let it rip. Let's hear your best case ever when it comes to anticoagulants. This is only the best case ever because it's the best educational case ever, not the best outcome ever. So I walked into a shift one day to find out that there was a person with a GI bleed who'd been there for quite a while. And I realized quickly enough, I actually knew this person. I'd been in practice until the year 2000, about 16 years ago. And I had a patient who'd had some kidney problems and blood pressure problems. And my goodness, now the patient was in the emergency department. And here's the story. Unknown to me, that person had had a kidney transplant and they were doing fine. And what happened was next, they did atrial fibrillation and the person was put on the Bigatran at that time. So I walk into the department and there's a person with a GI bleed who was bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. And here's what happened. The person vomited up blood at home that came to the hospital. They were on the Bigatran. Initial blood work showed their creatinine was about 170 or so. So question number one that came to mind is, hmm, is that the right dose to be on when you're in renal failure? And nonetheless, they began to bleed. And this is years ago now. We were less sophisticated, I suppose. And they had some IV fluids given, and they were given a liter of fluid. It was normal saline, I believe. And they began to vomit up more blood. So they were started on a PPI intravenously, and they vomited up more blood. And suddenly, wham, blood and blood and blood. Well, here's what had happened before I got there. They were given more fluids, their pressure dropped, they drew a key level of consciousness. Eventually, they were given two units of pack cells, three units of pack cells, four units of pack cells, five units of pack cells. And at that point, people thought about using other agents, such as platelets and plasma. And at that point, a gastroenterologist was called, and they actually arrived several hours later and scoped the patient. And unfortunately, the person had a diffuse gastritis with diffuse bleeding, and the gastroenterologist could not identify a bleeding point they could treat. It was simply impossible technically to do at that point in time. The person eventually went to the ICU, developed severe real failure, went into intractable shock, had a cardiac arrest, and passed away. Why is that the best case ever? Because that case taught me a great deal. I had an opportunity to review the case. It taught me a great deal, and it actually had major influence in my areas of study and what I decided to master in the next three or four years. And here's what it taught me. Number one, what's the most important thing to know about the direct oral anticoagulants? They're relatively safe, but you've got it on renal function. And if the GFR is under 30 cc's per minute, they're contraindicated. This person's GFR was under 30 cc's per minute. Point number two, 
When someone's got a massive GI bleed, the treatment isn't normal saline, it's blood. Number three, if you're going to use PPIs or not, I'm okay about that, but you have to resuscitate the patient. Number four, when they're having a massive blood loss, you've got to begin your massive transfusion protocol. If they're losing three, four, five, six, seven units of blood, it's not just blood cells and blood cells and measures of platelets, it's blood cells and platelets and plasma in a predetermined, organized pattern as per your hospital protocol. Next, local problems need local solutions. What have you got to do? You've got to call the interventionalist early on. If you've done the ABCs and you've called the interventionalist early on and you started the massive transfusion protocol, then you've got to know the reversal agents. Now, quite frankly, six, seven years ago, we knew very little about the reversal agents. So not much could have been done. So what does case highlight? Know your DOACs, they're great drugs. Know the contraindications. And remember, the treatment for bleeding is not simply the reversal of a drug. That just brings you back to a patient who's not anticoagulated in bleeding. The treatment for bleeding is blood loss management. And the treatment for massive bleeding is a massive transfusion protocol. Those are some great take-home points, Walter. We're going to be talking about not only the reversal agents, not only how you manage massive GI bleeds, but we'll be talking about intracranial bleeds. We'll be talking about DVT. We'll be talking about atrial fibrillation and stroke prevention. We'll be talking about all those tough decisions that you need to make almost every day on patients who require anticoagulation and on all the practical points you need to know about DOACs. And who's the best person to be the patient advocate? It's you, the eMERGE physician. Along with the release of this best case ever, we've got the release of Journal Jam 8 with the author of the pediatric paper that everyone's been talking about, Dilute Apple Juice versus Electrolyte Solutions for Pediatric Mild Gastroenteritis, and with a special commentary by Ranthony. That's Anthony Crocco, as well as a new crit cases on pediatric drowning and hypothermia, which is just a, a doozer of a case. And that reminds me that the EM Cases website, which is currently fetching about 60,000 page views each month, has a ton of new and archived stuff for you. There's the Waiting to be Seen blog, which helps you understand what you need to know about ED leadership, flow, and how best to fit into your ED system. We've got our two interactive ebooks, one on MSK and trauma, the other on pediatric emergencies, and the main episode written summaries, of course. Now, if you haven't already signed up for our bi-weekly newsletter, along with more than about 6,000 of your colleagues, please do. It has all the latest releases, info about things like the EM Cases course, and best of all, while you're signing up for the newsletter, you can sign up for the Q&A question of the week, which listeners have been telling me they just love, and our brand new free offering called Just the Nuggets, where one week after each main episode podcast release, you'll receive in your inbox, spread out over a few days, little packets of knowledge just the nuggets on the key points from the podcast to help you remember all the most important goodies from that podcast. And by the way, the EM Cases course in February 2017 is now officially sold out. 
before we go, I'll leave you with this month's quote of the month. And this one's from Charlie Munger, who's an American businessman, lawyer, investor, and philanthropist. We all are learning, modifying, or destroying ideas all the time. Rapid destruction of your ideas when the time is right is one of the most valuable qualities you can acquire. You must force yourself to consider arguments on the other side. So until next time, take it easy. (laughs) 